This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Today on episode number 305 of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, I'm going to tell you about one of the grossest things I've ever, ever, ever had to do, and we're going to talk about my leaky gut. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past, and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is you. You know where you are now and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it. Thin. I want to try it. Thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just deny it. Thin. Won't tell you lies. All right, welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Jackson, from the school of podcasting.com. If you're new to the show, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a trainer, I'm just a dude or a dudette like you trying to lose uh, some weight in the basement. And as I look at my phone here, I can see where I'm actually up. Yes, I'm actually up a little. I was down. I, I set a new goal, a new record for me being down in a long, long time. And that was I was down to 190.6. And um, over the last couple of days, I'm up to 191.4. So gained a little bit, mainly because I'm not exercising and getting as much sleep as I should. I, I, if you're new to the show, this is what I do. I drink 80 ounces of water. I get seven hours of sleep. I get 10,000 steps, and I make good food choices. When I do all four of those, I lose weight. When I don't, I don't. It's really, it's one of those things that's not easy, but it's simple. But I got to tell you, I bought what I call pipe cleaners. Uh, I'm looking at uh, what they call them on the package. It's a straw brush. It's a. It's basically a a... A brush. It's a. It looks to me like a pipe cleaner. But basically, I cleaned out my water bottle. This is one of the grossest things I've ever done. Period. And I have a. I guess it's Contigo, C O N T I G O water bottle. Love it. And it's got this little thing at the top that you can snap, and it closes. So if you're riding a bike or something like that, you don't have to worry about dirt getting down in it. And then you click a little button, and it opens back up. And so you have this little mechanism at the top. And it's funny because I thought, well, you know, it's a water bottle, you know, and I, I will rinse out my water bottle because I've noticed, especially if you leave the lid on and put it in the sun, it'll, you'll grow, it'll turn into like a science experiment. And so I saw where they gave like replacement straws and this and that. And I'm like, well, so the one day the, this thing is like, almost like if it was like a clarinet, like a little bite that you, you suck on to get the water out. And I noticed that I could see a little, like, I don't know, fungi, something a little weird. So I took a Q-tip and stuck it down this thing and pulled out, like, black something. And that's why I ordered these things. 
and basically stuck this pipe cleaner or whatever it is, brush kit down my water bottle. And I'm here to tell you it was some of the nastiest. It was like pulling out mud out of my water bottle, this top mechanism. And then I realized that I could take it out and you could unscrew it and pull the straw out. And it was one of the just it was just gross. And I don't know why or how, because all I put in this thing is water. And occasionally I'll throw in some um, this uh, stuff that flavors your water. But I'm here to tell you, if you've been using the same water bottle forever and you've never really taken it apart and cleaned it, you want to do that. Because when I took this brush and stuck it down through the straw, I'm telling you, it looked like goose poop came out the bottom of this thing. And again, I don't know where this is coming from. This is from water that's gone through a Brita filter. But it was, I just was like, wow, I've been drinking through goose poop. That's an amazing little deal. And um, so I just wanted to pass that along. That, hey, it's great to drink water, but you might want to wash your, because I've, th- I've even thrown this, I've thrown the bottle in the, uh, the dishwasher and I've thrown the the top but I've never taken all the pieces parts and holy cow was that an education I could not believe it now there are certain bottle types like there's actually a company called clean bottle and there's nothing really special about this it's just it's a plastic water bottle with your typical kind of sippy lid It's just at the bottom and the top both come off. It makes it easy to get your hand in there because that's the whole problem. You're trying to clean the bottom and you can't get to it. And I see there's another one. Uh, They have different versions of this. That one's like $6. Um, They have another one here. Let me see here if I click on doing this live. If I click on the Clean Bottle Company, they have a couple different models. So anything ranging from $6 all the way up to looks like $12 for like this square one. So that might be something uh, I might be looking into after uh, going through the horrific event that I went through. I might be checking into those just because it was it was just nasty. So keep that in mind. And um, wow, just and if you haven't done this, uh, just brace yourself for what comes out at the bottom of your straw. All right, next up, I have an article here, and I kind of hate these kind of articles because it just makes it sound like we're doomed. This is from uh, Rodale Wellness, and it's nine weird things killing your gut. And this is like a new buzz phrase. Everybody's talking about your gut health. It says, in a recent breakthrough, uh, U.S. scientists discovered that gut microorganisms not only influence immune cell function, but actually support the production of immune cells that form the first line of defense against infection. So your gut is your immune system. Two-thirds of your immune system, if we're going to be exact. It says, in fact, the gut is so complex and regulates so many bodily functions, it's often called the body's second brain. About 80% of the neurotransmitter serotonin is produced in gastrointestinal intestinal in the gastro, gastro, in, gastrointestinal, I love the big words, tract, not the brain. We get the idea. The gut's important. 
It says, since large quantities of neurotransmitters are manufactured in the gut, that means your GI tract is largely responsible for your general physical and mental well-being. See, I was really happy because I got neurotransmitter serotonin out, and then I just fell apart. It says, the bacteria that are in your gut help regulate metabolism. They talk to our genes, explains Elizabeth Lipsky, who's a PhD CCN and the academic director of nutrition and integrative health programs at Maryland University of of Integrative Health. When that's in balance, we have energy and our brain works better. So again, our gut is important. Here's a few other fun facts about the gut. We have 10 times more bacteria in our, di- in our digestive system than cells in our body. Uh, 99% of the DNA, uh, our bodies are made of bacterial DNA. As a result of the Human Genome Project, scientists c- discovered we have fewer genes than a fruit fly, carrot, or pineapple. Instead, the genes we have are always talking to microbes in our gut. Your gut lining is only one cell thick, much thinner than your eyelid, and replaces itself every few days. See, that's what I'm still, I'm like, what do you mean, like, my gut? Like, do you mean, like, my stomach? I'm not quite sure exactly what the gut is, but it says it's clear a healthy gut is essential for happiness and health. But as it stands, about one-third of people today have some sort of digestive problem on a weekly or monthly basis, And as it turns out, a lot of the conveniences associated with modern day life are actually killing our gut health. And so it says here, um, foods developed in labs, shocking, um, industrialized fats and high fructose corn syrup are still somewhat of a mystery to our bodies. Um, Food is information. These new-to-nature foods give different information to ourselves and microbiome, says uh, good old Elizabeth Lipsky. It's just fun to say Lipsky. She's also, also the author of Digestion Connection. Intuitively, we know that different foods have different effects on us. Some make us feel energized and some drain us. Well, surprising that food that came out of a lab isn't good for us. High fructose corn syrup, or as I affectionately refer to it as Satan's sweat, has been shown to require more energy for gut absorption, leading to possible gut leakage and widespread inflammation. Natural oils are important to build the structure of our cells, but denatured industrial fats stripped of antioxidants and vitamins don't give cells the nutrients they need. It's the life in food giving us life. Uh, Most people are eating mostly dead food. So, again, not a huge surprise here. But um, so they mentioned here, so new to nature foods. I like that. New to nature. Something else that's killing your gut. A fun-filled word I can't even say. Carrageenan. I think I went to school with carrageenan. Oh, it's cara. Carrageenan. Seems innocent enough. Derived from seaweed, it's commonly used as a thickening agent in ice cream, yogurt, soy milk, and sour cream. Even organic versions. It's completely unnecessary for use in food and dietary doses have reliably caused inflation in the GI tract, triggering an immune response similar to that um, that your body has when invaded by pathogens like salmonella. So great. Uh, You you eat something with carrageenan in it and your body thinks it's, you know, it's being attacked. Now, 
carrageenan must, by law, appear on the ingredients list. Avoid it in both organic and non-organic food. So start making a list. Carrageenan. Then the next one is wheat. And I'm like, really? Wheat is bad? That's what, according to this article, the emerging, the emerging research suggests that wheat is bad. Now, can we mark the calendar? Because in about six weeks, we're going to get another article that says wheat is great. Eat it by the pound. In fact, if you eat enough wheat bread, you'll get high. I'm sure that's coming. Uh, could you imagine that? Wheat bread, man. The big lie. I went from homeboy to home pride. Uh, here we go. Wheat bread is bad, especially for susceptible people. But even if you don't suffer from... Celiac disease, wheat could be triggering acid reflux, inflammatory bowel disease, and other ailments. Why? We're not eating the same wheat our grandfathers did. Uh, Wheat has been so intensely and unnaturally crossbred in the last 40 years that significant changes in amino acids and gliadin protein, which could be making you hungry and damaging your gut health. Notice that they keep making us food that makes us hungry. So it says, try the elimination diet to see if wheat's bothering you. Try replacing pasta with quinoa. I love articles that have words I can't pronounce, which is technically protein-rich seed, not grain. So, okay, so take out uh, carrageenan and wheat. That's like, okay. Now, here, this one I hate to read, but it's, it's they have a big picture of corn. And it says, in 2013... A study published in the Journal of Organic Systems found pigs fed with genetically engineered food, better known as GMOs, were much more likely to suffer from severely inflamed stomachs. So is that happening to people too? Glyphosate, the active ingredient in Roundup, is the go-to chemical uh, for non-organic farmers they spray on their GMO crops. So much is applied and taken up inside the plant that the U.S. government keeps increasing the limits allowed in our food because, well, there's just a ton of it in there. So, yeah. Mm, what is This corn is awesome. It tastes like Roundup, just like mom used to make. That's bad news for your gut because uh, gliophos- gliophosate also acts like an antimicrobial, acting like a potent bacteria killing in the gut, wiping out the delicate beneficial microflora. That protects us from disease. So Roundup is going through your gut, killing all this, all these, uh, you know, germs, these microbes that we actually need. So what's left? Well, you're left with harmful pathogens like Salmonella and E. coli. Hey, thanks Roundup for leaving the really harmful stuff. So the number one way to avoid GMOs is to eat organic foods, and if that's not possible. Avoid non-organic processed foods. Most certain, at least, one of the most common GMO ingredients is made from corn, soy, cotton oil, or canola. Have fun avoiding things made from corn. It's in everything. Because they actually make sugar out of corn in some ways. It's bizarre. Um, another one is NSAIDs. N-S-A-I-D-S. According to Miss Lipsky, taking uh, non Steroidal drugs, better known as NSAIDs, like Advil, aspirin, and Motrin on a regular basis, damage the gut lining, allowing microbes, particularly uh, digested food particles and toxin, to enter the bloodstream. This is known as leaky gut. What's the matter with my gut? It's leaky. So, non-steroidal drugs block pain from blocking... Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. E-I- E-I-O. 
eicosanoids, and cytokines, some stuff that promote inflation. So they block things that promote inflation. So like a headache, it makes your brain right. You get the idea. It's an anti-inflammatory. There we go. But they also indiscriminately block the ones that also promote healing. By doing this, the body doesn't allow for the health, maintenance, uh, growth, and the repair of gut cells. So Lipsky says that non-steroidal drugs are okay for occasional pain. But if you're suffering from chronic pain, look at the root cause. Interestingly enough, she says, leaky gut often plays a huge role in the systemic pain in the body. Many clients who have arthritis or autoimmune conditions, when they improve gut health or go on to eliminate uh, on the elimination diet, I get the feeling she's tied to the elimination diet. Often the pain just disappears and often in just a couple weeks. So avoid. And so this makes sense. This is not new. Don't eat aspirin like they're chiclets. All right. Alcohol. I'm sorry, kids, but it's true. Alcohol drinks contain few nutrients, but take many nutrients to metabolize. The most noteworthy of these is the B-complex vitamins. In fact, alcoholic beverages contain substances that are toxic to our cells. Really? Shocking. When alcohol is metabolized in the liver, the toxins are either broken down or stored by the body, according to Digestion Connection, which of course is Lipsky's book. I'm noticing a trend here. Alcohol abuse puts a strain on the liver. No kidding, really. Which affects digestive competency and also damages the intestinal tract. Who knew alcohol was bad for you? But yet again, this is one of those things in six weeks. Mark the calendar. Drink a glass of, have a shot of whiskey before you go to bed. All right. The best food, here we go. Uh, Avoid drinking regularly, particularly if you're suffering from digestive systems. If you have trouble quitting, see if you're showing these signs of addiction. Like, I don't know, shaking hands and all that other fun-filled stuff. Um, Antibiotics, turns out, also not good for the gut. There's no denying that antibiotics have saved millions of lives. Still, they don't give give your beneficial microbes a free pass when they enter your GI tract. So the drugs often kill off good bugs in your gut, damaging your immune system and gut health. So they make you healthy, but kill your immune system. Which, of course, means what? That you get sick more and buy more what? That's right. Antibiotics. See how this works? So while you're on antibiotics, take a, a product containing, oh boy, Saccharomyces boulardii. That sounds like something you just That's a bunch of boulardii. Uh, like Floristore. And then continue for two weeks after ending antibiotics. It's a cousin to bread yeast and helps prevent yeast overgrown while reestablishing the gut microbe. The end result, it helps reduce the risk of developing diarrhea and other complications arising from antibiotic use. All right. If you would rather take probiotic supplements, make sure you take them in between antibiotic doses, not with them, because the antibiotics will immediately kill them off if you take them at the same time. Uh, here's a novel idea. Stress is bad for you. I know. Really? Is this new? That's what they're saying. But it basically says, uh, your body also responds to stress by slowing down digestion, which reduces blood flow to digestive organs and produces toxic, uh, metabolites. Wasn't that a band in the sixties? Ladies and gentlemen, the metabolites. He's my guy. Anyway, 
Um, their, their expert tip is meditation and guided imagery help beat back stress naturally. And of course, we've talked about this in the past. Sex is good for uh, stress. All right. Here's something else that's bad for your gut. Sleepless nights. And notice how these kind of tie into each other. You're in a hurry. You eat a bunch of food from a fast food joint. That's bad for your gut. Um, you drink a ton of Starbucks. That keeps you up. Now you got sleepless nights. You got a leaky gut. So it says depriving yourself of sleep deprives your body of repair time that it needs. Lack of sleep leads to stress and or higher cortisol levels, which has been linked to leaky gut. Uh, getting less than seven or eight hours of sleep a night also deprives us of the parasympath- mm, I can get this one. parasympathetic slash relaxation sleep cycle to fully repair high energy gut issue. So keep your thermostat below 70 degrees to keep your, whoa, below 70? Okay, great. And get a pet polar bear while you're at it. To keep your bedroom at sleep-friendly temperatures. Without a nighttime cool-down process, the release of sleep hormones, melatonin and growth hormone, is disrupted. According to the government surveys, most of us get one hour less sleep than is optimal. Add one more hour of sleep per night for two weeks and see if it makes you uh, feel any better. And, um, I mean, the list goes on and on, but... It's kind of like, all right, here's something else that's not good for your gut, and here's something else. And I kind of hate those articles because it just makes it sound like I can't eat anything. But most of this is fairly common sense. Don't drink alcohol. Drink lots of water. Don't take aspirins like they're chiclets. Um, Wheat bread apparently isn't what it used to be. That's kind of interesting. And uh, whatever carrageenan is, we should... uh, which, of course, they mentioned there, it's in ice cream. Well, here's a novel idea. If I'm trying to get healthy, maybe I shouldn't eat ice cream. And um, maybe the key to all this is having good gut health. Good gut health, Batman. So an interesting article that kind of reinstates everything we always say here. And that is, it's all about the food. It's all about the food. The food... You want to lose weight quickly, and that doesn't mean starve yourself. Eat food that came out of the ground. Eat food that's not processed. Drink lots of water. Get plenty of sleep, and you'll be good to go, basically. And then get some exercise. Like I say, it's simple. It's not easy because we've got a lot of things going on. So, and don't forget to wash your water bottles. Holy cow. And I want to thank everybody who's been going out to LogicalLoss.com slash support, clicking on the Amazon banners. When you do that, it doesn't cost you an extra dime at all. And a small chunk of that amount that you paid goes to pay for things like bandwidth, pays for the newsletter, pays for the website, pays for the podcast. All those things just add up to about, I don't know, $30, $35 a month. And uh, I really do deeply appreciate it. It doesn't sound like a lot, but it does add up after a while. And so thanks to everybody who's been doing that again. Go to LogicalLoss.com slash support. There's also a donut, but a donut, oh, that'd, be, that'd be great for a Logical Weight Loss podcast. Go out and click on the donut. There's a, uh, a donate button there that you can use as well if you feel so moved. So thank you so much for tuning in. And um, I'd love to hear from you. What's working for you? You know, what have you found a new food that's healthy and 
you're surprised that it's kind of low in calorie, et cetera, et cetera. Are you finding, uh, have you finally kicked that Diet Coke habit? Have you found a new way to drink water that you can actually tolerate? Whatever's working for you, the phone number, write this down. You ready? It's 888, no, just 888-38-563. So 563, there you go, got it. 3228. 888-563-3228. If you're listening on your phone, just press on the artwork there and you'll see it pop up. It'll be at the top of the show notes there. We'll love to hear from you, see how things are going. And uh, thank you so much for tuning in. If you want to get the shows as soon as they're available, Go to LogicalLoss.com slash iTunes. Subscribe in iTunes. And while you're there, it'd be great if you could give us a rating and review. And then as soon as the episodes come out, you will get instant access to them because it takes about 24 hours for them to actually show up in iTunes. But if you're a subscriber, boom, you get them instantly. So thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see you again real soon with another episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. If you're listening to this on a website, please consider subscribing to us for free in iTunes by going to LogicalLoss.com forward slash iTunes. You can contact me via email by sending an email to Dave at LogicalLoss.com or call in your comments toll free, 888-563-3228. You can sign up for our free newsletter and participate in our forums at our website, which is LogicalLoss.com. Our theme music is courtesy of SkinnySongs.com. Thanks again for listening. You know, they say knowledge is power. Knowledge is only power when it's acted upon. You can do this. Live right. Lose weight. Live long. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it. Thin. I want to try it. Thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just deny it. Thin. Not till you